0: Taking back control so that you can start living the life you choose and not the one chosen by your fears Hello and welcome to episode 293 I hope that you guys are doing very well today However, if you are struggling with OCD or anxiety, then of course, you may already know this, but you can get a free session with me. To get that, all you need to do is to head over to my website, robertjamescoaching.com. There you can book that free session directly, uh, or if you prefer, you can leave me a message uh, and let me know about what you're struggling with. In today's podcast, I'm going to be talking about... um, three simple, this is a very simplified version um, of, of, of the brain that we're talking about today uh, and we're kind of talking about how you can get a bit more in touch with um, the more basic uh, brain structures to try to let go of being overly reliant on, on logic and the thinking brain uh, which we'll get into in just a minute and actually trying to focus more of your attention um, on on feeling, which is really what we do when we get when we get in touch with the the reptilian brain and the limbic system. Um, so we'll talk all about that in just a moment. Of course, if you find this podcast helpful, uh, it would be great if you could actually follow the podcast. And, you know, you could actually do that right now if you wanted to. You could get your phone out and actually uh, press subscribe, and then you will be uh, subscribed, which would be fantastic for everyone. Um, anyway just kidding guys if you'd like to do that it would be very helpful for the podcast um, so with no further delay off we go of course if you have any questions do please let me know as I'm sure you already know one of the big barriers to actually overcoming OCD is learning how to manage your ruminations to not get you know stuck in this uh habitual habit of just going round in circles in our head with our thoughts uh, you know almost like we're, we're kind of stuck in a, a dust cloud we can't really see what's going on we're really struggling we're really trying to to find our way out but you know the winds are blowing too heavily and we're just lost in our thoughts we're, we're going around in circles and it's a really difficult place to be uh, and it's you know, where unfortunately a lot of people with OCD spend a lot of their time um, you know, and, and the reason for this is because we're, we've become overly reliant on the uh, prefrontal cortex which is the logical part of the brain it's the part of the brain um, you know, that we use for problem solving for higher order thinking skills, for, for language, um, abstract thought All of these kinds of things. And actually, you know, it's a really uh, amazing part of the brain. It's the part of of the brain that makes us human, that separates us out from chimpanzees, for example. Um, You know, and so obviously it's a very important part of the brain. And also, uh, it is the place where we're also able to, uh, you know, to have that higher awareness about things. Um, You know, it's the part of the brain that allows us, for example, to practice. Uh, meditation and mindfulness so you know of course there's all sorts of marvelous and fantastic and helpful things uh, that, that come from the prefrontal cortex but one of the big issues is that we tend to be way too reliant on it uh, in terms of OCD because you know what we're trying to do when we ruminate is we're trying to problem solve we're trying to use logic you know, to solve an emotional problem. And, of course, they're two completely different things. And uh, I think a helpful way to, to understand this is to is to think of the brain. Um, now, obviously, this is a very simplified version. I don't know that much about the brain. Um, I'm just uh, a coach who happens to have OCD. Um, so uh, that's my disclaimer here. But if you can think of the, the brain as having... You know three very basic structures. Um, you know, and the first one would be you know the oldest part of the brain. Um, you know the, the first the first part of the brain, and that is often uh, known as the uh, reptile brain or the, the brain stem you know and this is where a lot of the basic functions happen a lot of the uh, basic functions of the autonomic nervous system so for example you're breathing, moving uh, towards comfort, moving away from discomfort Um, you know if you happen to be uh, knocked unconscious uh, or something like that luckily we have this ability you know to to carry on breathing your body knows automatically uh, how to keep you alive in that situation Um, you know of course you would need medical attention as well but you know we have this autonomic nervous system that does all of these amazing wonderful things for us without us even being consciously aware of it and a lot of that is is housed there in the kind of brainstem Um, then on top of that we have the uh, mammalian brain now this is um, you know obviously a lot more complicated this is the part of the brain where the amygdala is and where a lot of higher order kind of emotional processing is, is taking place. Um, you know, obviously uh, mammals tend to be, you know, a lot more complicated in their, in their, with their emotions and with their social connections uh, than, than lizards are. And so, you know, they're much more complicated uh, things. And then on top of that, Uh, you have this kind of prefrontal cortex. Um, And as I was kind of talking about earlier, it's responsible for logic. It's the thing that separates us out from from other animals. Um, And so when we look at the brain in this way, we can begin to understand what the problem is because effectively what you're trying to do is... You're feeling, you know, some fairly intense emotions, and you're experiencing those, um, you know, more in the limbic system, which is where that amygdala is, or you know, the, uh, the 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 kind of fight or flight response. Actually, you know, that's actually coming all the way from the reptilian brain, and so you know, these these kind of fear structures are not actually based. Um, in the prefrontal cortex uh, cortex that's responsible for for other things and so what we're doing when we're trying to problem solve we're trying to figure out the OCD we're trying to get to the bottom of it um, effectively you know we're trying to communicate to this kind of mammal uh, or to this reptile um, you know with with language with logic and you know, those animals are not able to understand logic because they don't have that part of the brain. They haven't evolved to have that part of the brain. And so, of course, when you're trying to communicate this stuff, there's a misunderstanding, a miscommunication. It's like you're trying to uh, to speak French to uh, a lizard or a cat. Um, you know, they just really <laughs> don't understand what you're talking about. Uh, je ne sais pas. Do you, uh, did you like my French there? It's impressive, huh? Uh, my French is even worse than my Spanish, and my Spanish is pretty bad. But anyway, um, I think you you get my point here. Effectively, what we're trying to do is push a triangle into a square. It does not work at all, but we keep doing it. Um, um, you know, in, in, in the previous podcast, I was talking about that frustration that comes up because... You know, we're doing something that we may know on some level doesn't work, but we keep doing it anyway. Um, you know, and this is why, because in our society, in our culture, you know, we're told that we can figure things out, that we can problem solve things. And so we keep coming back to that way of doing things, but it it doesn't work. And, you know, I just wanted to kind of give that, that understanding. It's been very helpful for me to kind of think about it through these three different levels of the brain. Um, you know, it can actually make you think, well, actually, it's not about me. It's not that I have a problem with my reasoning or my problem-solving. Actually, it's more to do with how the brain is structured, you know, and what I'm trying to achieve by all this problem-solving. That doesn't mean, of course, that you can't use logic. Um, you can it can be helpful uh, with things but the issue is as soon as you get stuck in that that kind of circular thinking of problem solving and ruminating then you know you're going to overheat the brain effectively and you're going to make everything a lot worse and so as soon as you recognize that you're doing that you've got to to learn to to let go of that and also as i was pointing out earlier you know there are other amazing things to do with the prefrontal cortex for example you know the ability to train your mind to be more in the present through using uh, meditation and mindfulness skills so you know of course the prefrontal cortex is not a bad thing it's an amazing thing, it's a very useful and powerful thing Uh, but we've got to learn how to temper it by actually you know getting a bit more in touch with what we're feeling you know when we do that then we're actually speaking more directly um, to the uh, mammalian and the uh, the reptile brain, and that's why we spend so much time on this podcast talking about ways that you can do that. In my experience, one of the most important things when it when it comes to to learning to overcome OCD is really, you know, learning how to to get in touch with those emotions again and actually speaking more directly to to those parts of us by allowing ourselves to feel to practice getting in touch with uh, our emotional states on a more regular basis um, you know, that's one of the things that's, that's you know, helped me uh, it is very difficult of course there's for some reason when when there's something that we really want to do or that we know that we need to do resistance tends to come up um, you know, so you may find it hard at first but it's about making a habit out of doing that you know, learning how to tune into your emotional state and learning how to stay with those emotions, you know, even if it's only for a few minutes, you know, before you actually refocus your attention onto to, uh, other things, is a really, really helpful thing to do and something that in the long term will give you much more flexibility and much more ability to, to be present, to be more accepting um, and to deal with you know, difficult emotions. Anyway, guys, uh, I hope you found that helpful. Of course, this is, um, you know, all of these podcasts, really, they come down to, you know, my personal experience of dealing with OCD. These recommendations are, you know, just what, what helps me, really. And so, you know, as I often tell people, just see if you can apply some of the things that I talk about and see if they work for you. And if they do, then that's fantastic. So many thanks, and I'll see you next time.